to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. gentlemen it's sunday so you know what that means it's a new all new episode of the rap lab podcast it's your boy the candy man the alfre to the d i came to that conclusion that there is an existential moment in your life when you must decide to speak for yourself nobody else can speak for you dr martin luther king jr this is the one and only true gqg Word up, and ain't no father like me. Queen's best kept secret is the Rev Barber MC. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to our special guest that is in the building, uh, a couple of announcements. Uh, number one, uh, like we've always said for the last couple of weeks, June 25th through the 27th, we're going to be in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Boardwalk Buds Convention. And you can come hang out with us, say hi. And of course, you know the name is Boardwalk Buds. So, of course, there's going to be some uh, herbal herbal situations out there. <laughs> I know uh, me, me and Rev uh, are kind of excited about that. <laughs> and, uh, no. and QG going to be in the house. And, you know, we're going to chop it up for $100. You get into the convention. $100, folks. $100. Um, you're going to get six wrestling shows. You're going to get one MMA show, two comedy shows. And they just added a rap concert. Like, it's getting crazy. Former mm. WWE wrestler Val Venus is going to be there. And they even going to have a chimp smoking a cigar on the boardwalk. You can't beat that. <laughs> uh, a monkey on the boardwalk uh, rolling one up. So, of course, you know, come by, say hi. Uh, we're going to give out some uh, Rap Lab CDs. I'm not going to tell y'all what's on it, but just know that no two CDs is going to be the same. We're going to have merch for y'all. Everything is everything. Announcement number two. Coming to teespring.com by this time next week. We're going to have all new Rap Lab merchandise. For those of y'all who wanted the old merch, don't worry, the classic merch is still gonna be there. But we gonna have all we gonna have yeah, vintage, but we're gonna have all new merch. I know I know y'all see it in the um in the picture that's on your phone right now. We got a new logo, courtesy of the uh of uh, Midwest Rev Princess. Bar- yeah, the Midwest Princess, Mrs. Rev Barber. Shout outs to her. Uh, mm-hmm. she did the logo. Uh, we had to do away with the old one because it was time for an update, but uh the new logo is gonna be available on the merch everywhere. And uh, coming soon, we got Rap Lab signature T-shirts. We're going to have them coming real soon because, you know, the Rap Lab is rated QG. It ain't for the children, but it's for the children. So, <laughs> and, of, and, uh, and, of course, we're going to have the, uh, the Rev Barber logo shirt. And, of course, the Ain't yes, Nobody sir. Checking for Them Candyman signature T-shirt that I'm excited <laughs> about. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Hashtag Ain't Nobody Checking for Them, but I'm not going to wear that shirt while I walk through Queen- Queensbridge because I ain't stupid. Uh-uh. You should. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so the new, mer- new merch is coming. New merch is on the way. We're not getting rid of the old merch. Teespring.com. T-E-E. That's two E's, I think. Yeah, T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com. And just type up Rap Lab in the search box. It's all going to come up. So we're going to have... 
We're going to have a whole bunch of new merch for y'all. And, uh, yeah, we, we rock and roll in 2021. Um, but look no further. It's uh, interview time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our guest on the Rap Lab this week. My pleasure to introduce to you, Caleb Bishop, coming all the way from Buffalo, New York. Caleb Bishop, how you doing? Welcome to the Rap Lab. Yes, thanks for having me. How you doing? We good, we good, we good. Um, uh, we got a rule for, for the guests before we uh, ask, you any, uh, ask you the hard-pressing questions. Uh, everybody that come on the show, you just got to tell the people... Uh, out there in Rap Lab land, uh, how you got on the show and uh, how you got here? I mean, I got here, um, you know, my talent first, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, you know, that kind of landed me here. And shout out to Chris as well, who, um, you know, put me down. Thanks for having me, by the way. Pleasure, pleasure. It's great to have you on the show with us. It means so much. Yes, definitely. Absolutely, and we we've been uh we've been looking forward to this uh this interview for quite some time. Um, I know we um you had um Chris had reached out to you or QG as we know him had reached out to you a while back, and uh, we were supposed to uh, have you on for a minute, but um you know scheduling conflicts. We see you was doing your thing, so ain't no worries. Yeah. Um, yo Q, so uh, since since you uh, uh blessed us with Bishop's presence, uh, I'll have you start off the interview with the first question. Absolutely. All right. So first thing that I'm going to ask is this. I want you to tell the people who is Caleb Bishop and was this always your rap name? You know, many MCs go <laughs> through many names until they find the one that fits them. Did you go through that same process or did you know at the jump this is going to be my name? You know, it's crazy. My first rap name was Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah. Poison Don't Ivy. Know. Yeah, it's Poison Ivy. So I went through a stage, you know what I mean? But then I got a name for myself in the streets. So everybody addressed me by my real name. So it just it stuck with me. Now it's my rap name. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. So Poison Ivy, so you a DC fan? You a DC comic <laughs> fan? Batman and all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. And I grew up through that era, man. That was my, that was my joint, man. Awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. So while while we here in early beginnings, let me let me ask you. Um, so were, you were born and raised in Buffalo, correct? Correct. All right. So let me ask you this. So like you're 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 from uh, upstate New York. Uh, we we're, we're down here in New York City, so we don't we don't know much about upstate life. Like what was um what was it like growing up in Buffalo? Man, it was it was crazy. It was rough. I mean, it's just like you know what I mean. Where you at? Tri-state. Upstate is really the same, you know what I mean? We just got crazy bad snow, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, we went through the same exact things, man. It was rough. It was tough. We struggled. It okay. wasn't it wasn't much difference. Okay, so so just like just like anywhere else, okay. Um Yeah, me, just like anywhere. And um let me follow that up. Um so like you you grew up in a in a in a region that wasn't particularly like known for their like hip hop output until until recently. So mm -hmm. how how did growing up in Buffalo where you know in the 80s, the 90s, the the 2000s and even the tw in the 2010s like it, it wasn't really like a place known for rap like how did that how did that shape your 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 music career? How did your environment affect you in that regard? You know what? We kind of felt like we had a black cloud over us because we was overlooked for so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I watched, you know, Benny. I watched D Black. You know what I'm saying? I watched them all, you know, growing up and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, out of nowhere, you know what I mean? We start getting looked at. So growing up, feeling like it's a black cloud over you was discouraging. So then now, you know what I mean? Benny getting looked at, everybody doing their thing. So now it's like, yo, we really can we really can make it you know what i'm saying like we're not being overlooked no more you know what i'm saying so it's, it's great it's a great feeling now right right that's what's up so yeah this is the rev barber mc my pleasure to have you on the show caleb bishop appreciate your time yes, um definitely. i'd like to know you know being a female mc and i'm sure you hear the comparison to this one and that one and mm -hmm. you know 
how do you feel about those comparisons in general? And does it motivate you to separate yourself from the crowd? You know what? Um, there are always going to be comparisons to everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I'm the first of me. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't motivate me to separate myself from the crowd. It just lets me know that eventually people will see that I'm separate from the crowd. You know what I mean? Because right, right, right now, you know, it's, it's going to always be a comparison. But it's okay because they're going to see the difference later. I don't have to prove nothing. You know what true. I mean? So true, true. It, it, you know, it's all in the talent. It's all in the talent. Right. That's awesome. Definitely. And it's and it's great that you are motivated by the talent. You know, a lot of people out there, they 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 look for gimmicks, they look for characters. You just keep it straight, straight with the lyrics and the writing. That's what I love to see. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. So um there's a transparency when you make music. Is that something you've always done? And why do you feel it necessary to do that? You know, a lot of MCs are afraid to pull back the curtain on their life. Is that something you've always done? You know what? I grew up during the era where, you know, we knew the insight of people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew what they was going through because they really talked about it. Music, for me, back in the day, was relatable. So, for me, I've been through a lot. So, the transparency is is perfect because I don't care about being an open book. I want somebody to look at me and be like, well, she been through that and she doing good or, you know, she been through that and I'm not the only one that been through that. You know what I'm saying? So right. I want people to be, re you know, relate to my story and be able to say, okay, I can do something with my life. I can be something other than whatever I am now. I can be better. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Nice. Awesome. All right, well, Kayla, let me ask you this. Um, sort of what, what what I would ask every rapper, like, um, what what made you want to be a rapper, and when did you know it was something that you seriously wanted to do? Like, was it ever a hobby at first? And, like, when did it graduate from becoming a hobby to, like, you know, this is serious. I'm putting out music. I'm trying to get signed. Uh, I, want, I want, you know, respect, radio play, and all that good stuff. You know what? I had, um, like I said, I was watching Benny and D Black and them growing up, and I always rap. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't take it serious because, like I said, we had that black cloud over our city. It was discouraging. But when I came, when I was in prison, actually, I went to prison in 2015. I said, you know what? I want to do something that can, you know, reach out to people. Like I really feel like that was my destiny. So I said, I'm gonna take it serious. So when I came home, I took it serious, and it's been nothing but blessings since. Okay, okay. And to follow that up, um, what what was your first experience with music, and did it happen um, before prison or post-prison? My first experience with music, I was, like, five. But my first time in the studio where I knew I could rap, I was, like, 14 or 15. And I just snapped one day in the studio. I just went off. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, 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 so you were you were better in a, a, a recording. Okay, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. So, so I see you got um a couple albums out here on um Spotify along with some singles. So um, what so far has been the hardest part of the game for you? So far, the hardest part is knowing who is who. You know what I mean? You gotta know that these handshakes is matching these smiles. You know what I'm saying? That's always going to be the hardest part. You know what I mean? Because you want to make connections. You want to know people, and you want to know good people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody not good for me. And I true, had true. to learn that. You know, so I got a, I got a deal, and a deal entailed me changing my life, being a feminine girl and doing all this other stuff, but that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so what's been the easiest part of the game for you? The actual music, because it's fun for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yep. Hey, you know what? And it's great that you go through these experiences, and like you said earlier, you know, you want to share that with everybody. That way they can learn from it. It's a teachable yes. moment for the up-and-coming MCs out there. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Absolutely. So, um... With everything going on now in these times of COVID and isolation where MCs aren't able to do tours or do shows, what has kept your mental health and sanity in check? Like, what inspires you to keep writing and recording in these crazy times we're in? 
Well, I know you heard me mention D Black a lot, um, and yeah. also my brother Gunner Man. They both mm-hmm. got killed, you know, in 2012 and 2013. Those are my real brothers. You know what I'm saying? And they both did music. You know what I mean? They both was heavy into music. Like, you know, Black was opening up for Rick Ross. It was a lot going on. You know what I mean? He did a song with Dipset back in the day. So it was just crazy for me, you know what I'm saying, that they passed. So I said, you know what? I'm about to let them live through me. Them and my son is, is what keeps me motivated. That's real. That is real right there. I like that. And, and of course, our condolences and everything and peace and respect to your family always. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bishop, let me just be the first to say that um, the first thing I listened to when I when I looked you up um, was your project Release My Soul. And um, I really I really, really enjoyed that project. Could you like explain like what your what your creative process and what your state of mind was during during the making of that of that project? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, honestly, that was when I first came home from prison. I started working on it. So, you know, I was a little shaky. I was coming out, you know what I mean? But um, I was I came straight home to, like, you know, a lot of people who said they was going to be there for me in prison. They wasn't. I was going through stuff with my girl. You know, people change. People grow up. It was just a lot going on, and I just released it in my music. And that's why I call it Release My Soul. Because after that album, after that got done... I was eternally happy, like within. I was happy to get all of that off my chest. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, it was. It was a uh, release. Absolutely. By the way, I just want you to know, Cold Summer Challenge is is my favorite on there. <laughs> hey, thank you. I just put hey, that on listen. K-Slay, actually. Hey, listen. You may like that one, but but grind till it's sunshine. That's my motivation anthem. Oh, I like nice. to hear that. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> That's a thing. When I put that on, it feels like I. It feels like you know what I mean. I'm in the game and I'm ready to win this thing. Like like I put that on before I go to work. That way, when I go to work, I, I'm already fired up. So grind, grind till the sunshine is the joint right there. Thank you. We need to play that for the Bills. Word. <laughs> 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 That's a fact. Word. Word. Yeah. Definitely was a, a solid project. Release my soul. Uh, my personal favorite was "Fuck the Plug," as a pretty catchy track right there. But um, hey, I want to ask you. about the um, the "I'm So Buffalo." So, um, have you worked with other artists in Buffalo? Any upcoming MCs that we need to be on the lookout for? Yes, I have actually. Struggle Mike, um, Shay Noor, um, okay, No Boy Key, AIO. It's it's a lot of really talented artists that's doing major things right now. That's that's really big right now. So yeah, it's um Shay Nora actually me Shay Nora Rick Hyde is actually working on a a song right now um and it's called War Report so mm. be on the lookout for that y'all. Dope. Yeah, dope. Shea, yeah, I love Shay Nora. She did uh with Apollo Brown that project was one of our best albums. We uh we had did a top uh, ten or top five one or the other, but we had mentioned her album that she had did with Apollo Brown. Definitely yes. hard hitting right over there. She's amazing. I really love. I really love her work. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to the track you guys got coming out. Yes, thank you. We have one also called If I. Okay. Yes, so, there's a video um, for it. The video's yep. out there. Yeah, the video's out there. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I was looking at that the other day, man. I was like, yo, three different <laughs> levels, three different, three different techniques all coming together, and, yo. And and, and 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 you know what else I love about it too, um, Kayla, is the fact that you keep it simple like you know how you got a lot of people go over the top and a lot of times the music video doesn't match the record right you know what i mean and and i and i love how how, how you're able to how you're able to put it together and you don't lose the, you know the watcher or the listener like what you see is what you get what i'm talking about you're gonna see it right here visually that's dope. Thank you. That's oh, what yeah. I want, though. That's what I don't. I don't want people to see my videos and, you know, they're not getting the full story. You know what I'm saying? I want you to see it visually. I want you to hear it and understand me. You know what I'm saying? Because I right. see that a lot. Yeah, I see that a lot. 
And, and and to follow up with that, we actually did an episode on the podcast where we talked about New York rap and East Coast rap going through a decline phase. But we mentioned about Buffalo. So so the question in that is, what does it mean for you personally to see Buffalo finally get its credit? Because we've seen Griselda, you know, we've seen Benny, Westside Gun, and Conway usher in this wave of that pure, raw, gritty east coast sound that we love and it's mm-hmm. and it's pumping life back into the yes. music and we and we mentioned shay noir who is great and, and it's somebody who you collaborated with so seeing all that how does that make you feel seeing like it, it's kind of like how when wu-tang clan came in and staten island was put on the map so how mm-hmm. does that how does mm-hmm. that make you feel to look you know over something like that when it regards to buffalo Yes, it's amazing because, you know, we, we've been rapping this way because at the end of the day, we're all New York State. It's a New York State of mind, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So just because we're a few hours away don't mean we wasn't going through the same things, you know what I'm saying? So we all been rapping like we just wasn't discovered. So now that we're getting discovered and, and you know, people actually putting the spotlight on Buffalo, it's an amazing feeling. Y'all actually feeling us, y'all understanding us, you know what I mean? Right. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, and um, while we while we on the topic, um, if if you ever encountered somebody that like never heard of you before, or somebody who's never heard of your music, what is the best way you would describe both yourself as an artist and what your music is about? I would definitely describe it as real, authentic. Um, I would definitely um, advise them. They should definitely check me out if that's what they're looking for. Because everything that I say and do is is all me. If I rapped about it, I lived it. It's all real. Okay, okay. So, so no BS, no nonsense. Nope. Cool. No. Well, stick it. Sticking to the personal, so um, what was your childhood like? Were you studious? Did you participate in uh, school activities or anything? In all honesty, I had a adult childhood. Like I, I grew up really fast. You know what I'm saying? My mom, um, she was out there doing what she do. My dad, he was out there doing. What I live with grandma. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was, it was like even at five years old, I was on the corner begging for dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to collect money to feed the family. You know what I'm saying? I was definitely in a rough... It didn't feel rough when it was happening. You know what I'm mm. saying? But now that I look back, I'm like, you know, I went through some things. You know what I'm saying? But it made right. me who I am. You know what I'm saying? So the only way to release that is me. Okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. that's pretty much yeah. No, that's real. Uh, funny, Funny story. I don't know if you remember this, but you remember when I first reached out to you many, many years ago, like when I first met you on, on social media, what you was doing? I think so. Uh, battle rapping, I think. <laughs> it was battle rap. Yep. Yep. That's the, that's the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I remember, I remember, you know, because I watch battle rap, you know, regularly and mm-hmm. I said, you know what, let me just type in battle rap. And then I seen your name pop up. Now, what attracted me to the name was the movie Juice. I was like, oh, okay, this, person, <laughs> this person's name is Bishop, so she must be the real deal. And, and, I, and I just dug your style from then on. So um, with Battle Rap, I mean, do you still watch it? Or, you know what I mean, like, like, how do you feel about that? You know what? I've always had a passion for Battle Rap. But, you know, I'm more of a musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like pop music. I like... I like everything, you know what I mean? I listen to Michael Jackson sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So That's the greatest, me, that's the GOAT. <laughs> no, de- definitely, definitely. So battle rap, you know, it takes a lot of skill and aggression. Like verbally, I could assassinate somebody, but with the right. with the theatrics, I'm not a very theatrical person. So for me, it's like, dang, I gotta I gotta act like I'm shooting a gun in the air, then I gotta, you know what I'm saying? So it just is a little um it was out of my character, kind of. But um, I, I enjoy battle rap as a sport, but as a, a long-term goal, it wasn't... I knew that I w- it wouldn't be a long-term goal. You know what I mean? It was right, just fun. Right. It was fun. It was fun. Awesome. I'm glad awesome. I did it. That's that's why I'm here today. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I, I remember watching it, and then, you know, 
us having a conversation about it. So when you got into it, it was just it was just a way to get you out there and then transition to the music. Was that the plan? No, actually, I just did it for fun. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, like mm-hmm. I said, I always did it as a rap as a hobby. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it like you know I want to be a star or out there or anything like that. It was more right. so like you know, let me go play with these words a little bit, crush a bitch or two, and go home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you sure? You certainly did that. You you certainly did that. That's for sure. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we had fun though. Awesome. We definitely did. Oh, yeah. All right, let me ask you this, um, Bishop. Um, just to follow up um, uh, Rev's question from earlier. Um, so you said like you you was um, you know moving around with different relatives, you know, and your parents had different situations. How how much of of what you went through growing up uh, reflects uh, in your music? Mm, I, I talk about a lot of different things. There's a lot of things I can't talk about, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it's always politics and stuff. And But a lot of things that I can talk about, I always try to, you know, throw pieces of my life in there. So that way, one day, if somebody go back and just listen to all my albums, they're going to piece my whole life together. Uh, okay, okay. And um, to, to double back on that question... um. Because I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be a rapper if you didn't grow up a fan of the of the music or of the culture or the genre. Um, mm-hmm. What artists um, that you listen to are, are inspiration on your music? Oh, that's you know Big L, uh, Nas. Awesome. You know, I grew up in that era. You know Wu Tang, A Z. I loved A Z. Um, mm-hmm. It of course Big definitely. It's just, you know, I came from that era of time where lyrics was everything. Music was what was my sanctuary, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all the goats. All the goats. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice, nice. So, if you're introducing yourself to someone and you told them about your music, what three songs would you have them listen to to get a better sense of who you are? Um, The introduction, um, I would say... 2020, because that's like my more conscious side of me. Um, and fuck the plug is like my lit side. <laughs> or yeah. grind to the sunshine. <laughs> to my lit side. <laughs> it is. It is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed fuck the plug. I enjoyed the remix too. Now the remix hey, is tight. The remix that's Doughboy Keith. Yep, Doughboy Keith. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. One, one thing's for sure. I mean, We've talked about Release My Soul, but success is revenge. I wish I was like a fly on the wall during that during that session, Kayla, because listen hey. to that. Yo, let me tell you, because I made a list of a, of, um, of a lot of my favorite tracks, you know, putting it together. Oh, that's dope. And let me, let, let me just say, that 80s and 90s flow, because when I was listening to the song and, the, you know, the first verse, it incorporates those classic albums. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, okay, your verse came up next. I say, which 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 direction are you going? You went in with the movies. And I was like, yo, this is creative. <laughs> this is this is tight. <laughs> so I be I be I be talking to you about the 80s and 90s in that era. That is awesome. So what I want to know is because both these albums came out in the same year, which is incredible. Yeah. What was the transition like? Because because the second album is way different from the first. Mm-hmm. So where were you creative-wise and mentally deciding, okay, I got this one out. I got mm-hmm. the first one out, released my soul. What direction am I, am I going to go to with success and revenge? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the timeline between both? You know, you know what it is? I had all of that pent up in me through prison. So I'm like, yo... I got to come home and let the emotional side of me come out. But then Success's Revenge was more so like, you know, all them people that said they was going to be there for me in prison, all them people that said they was going to be my friend, they wasn't, they was fake. All mm. that shit just came out in that Success's Revenge. I actually got that tatted on my arm in prison. So mm. I'm like, yo, it, it, it's about to go down on this one. You know what I mean? But my next one, I went crazy on this joint. Like, oh, I, yeah. this is a whole different... Kayla. Oh yeah. I could tell from listening to it. Like this is a because you you sent me the first album. 
And then, you know, listening to it, I said, oh, man, she's coming out the gate heavy. And then when I heard Success is Revenge, I start to see more of the artist. I start to see more, okay, I got it all out of my system with Release My Soul because that's what it was intended for. Now Success is Revenge. I'm going to show everybody this is the artist. This is the creative side. This is me putting it all together and mm-hmm. showing you what I'm about with this pen. That's a fact. That's a oh, yeah. fact. Yeah, yeah. I believe I got Give It Up on there, too, um, with Beans. and um, Yes, yes. Give It Up is on there. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. That was my joint, too. <laughs> so I take it Beanie Seagull was one of your favorites. Yes, he's actually one of my um, favorites from back in the day. Like, I always, I never would have thought, you know what I'm saying, like one day I'd do a song with Beans, you know what I'm saying? But... It was definitely amazing. He definitely a vibe. So it was, it was a cool song to do. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, Caleb, let me ask you this. Because um, you just mentioned you collab with Beans. Uh, you mentioned previously you collab with Shay Noir. Is there anybody else that's currently making music right now? And not just rap, but, you know, R&B, any genre, any artist that um, mm-hmm. that you would hope to eventually collaborate with one day? Oh, there are so many, but I tell you, um, my dream would be Nas and Jay Z, both of them, like mm. dead serious. I really, them two, you know what I'm saying? I I remember watching Jay in concert. I remember watching Nas in concert. It would be amazing to to do a link up with them, man. That'd be crazy. Don't worry, I, I'm coming. I'm coming. I I, 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 I see you got a respect for the legends, which I which I appreciate. Definitely, I do. You got to, man. They paved the way for us, man. They definitely did. But, I mean, if you talk to new school, I do like Lil Baby. Lil Baby, a lot of people probably don't understand him, but he be talking some shit. He yeah, he's shit. not bad. He's pretty Duh. good. I like, oh, I like the like Baby, too. Uh, I mean, I like the Baby, too. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> no, I like... No, the thing is, is I do. I really like the baby. The reason why I like little baby is because he, you know, I think the baby's more party like. So I definitely like the baby when it's time to get lit. You know what I'm saying? But then little baby, he actually has some songs to where it's like heartfelt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I do like both of them. You know what I'm saying? But I just like, you know, little baby a little more. Dope, dope. So do you have any hobbies or interests outside of the music? Um, honestly, music, um, is like my life besides spending time with my son. I think traveling as well is probably a big hobby of mine, but everywhere I go, I try to (laughs) incorporate some sort of business. So I don't know if that's a hobby. I don't know if that's business. It's just all together, I guess. Okay. 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 Nice. Nice. So you got any dream places you'd like to go that you've never been? Honestly, I'm actually going there. It's Hawaii on March 11th. I actually have a radio station lined up. We're it's in the works, so we're talking about that right now. That'd be dope, though. Oh, that's amazing. That's I'm happy to hear that. Awesome. Enjoy. Have a great time out there. Thank you. Thank you. That is dope. You deserve it. You deserve it. So, um, your subject matter, you know. It's personal. It deals with death. It deals with drugs. It deals with depression. It deals with the violence. Like, do you ever think that many years from now, as you continue to progress in your career and in your life, do you feel like all of this will still apply to your life? Or has things changed gradually for you? You know what? I'm still dealing with all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff don't just go away. You know, I still got family members that's wild and I still got, you know, junkies around me. I still got stuff like that. So it's still applied. The thing is, is that's why I give pieces. Right. So 10 years from now, you know what I'm saying? I still have stuff. Like I've been through 32 years of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I got 32 years of shit to give y'all. I can't give it to y'all on one or two albums. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, as of now, shit's still happening in my life to where I, I always have something to write about. You know, life don't stop. Death never stops. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. But the only the strong survive. Oh, yeah. 
most definitely. And you and you are continuing to progress and and still survive and motivate and show a way that there is a way to not let it break you down, to not let it hold you back, and to not let it, you know, put you in that bad state of mind. You could scratch and claw and just grind and work hard to find that moment of peace. So, you know, you are an inspiration to that. For those out there listening and for those out there that f- feel that there's no hope. So it's important oh, that your, your message you. gets out there. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Thank you, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. So let me let me ask you this. Um, and we we've had artists um, on the show before. Um, as a as a as a rapper, and I feel like I ask this question to everybody that makes music. But as a rapper, what do you feel is is your greatest strength? Is it is it your selection of production? Is it your lyrics? Is it your punchlines? Like what what would you say if 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 um, you had to answer that question? I honestly feel like it's my my simplicity of people being able to understand what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like yeah, I feel like even older people they've been like, "Yo, I can actually understand you. Like I know what you're talking about. I I can hear your story like and that's really dope for me because, you know, a lot of people don't there's a lot of people that only listen to R&B. They don't even like rap. Mm-hmm. So for those type of people to hear it and be like, "Yo, I play that every morning. Like, like how he said, like, I play that every morning. Like, that's my joint. That's amazing to me because y'all actually, y'all able to understand me. Like, you know what I mean? Even my more new school music, like Die Alone. I did the song with Lil Chucky. They're like, yo, I loved it. I loved your part. I loved his. I loved everything about it. But it's more new school. So I'm just like, man, this is amazing. Like, y'all can understand me. Then that's, that's what I needed. That's what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's really nice. Dope, dope. So I see you've been consistent with the music in 2020. So we here in 2021, but what about 2022? A year from now, where do you see yourself then, and what do you wish to accomplish to get you further than you are than you're at this point right now? Honestly, I'm gonna keep working hard. Like, ain't no year is gonna be different than the other ones. I got Successes Revenge Two coming out. I also have Nostalgia coming out. Nostalgia is more of a um, like like kind of a party album type thing, you know. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be really that's gonna be a really good um project because it's different for me. I'm kind of trying to you know touch my different creativity. I have a few stories that I've done, so um, yeah, 2021, 2022 is gonna be huge for me. You know what I mean? Just stretching my creativity. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. That's what's up. I like that. And, and 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 especially, you know, from what I can tell with your projects, you're looking for a way to challenge yourself that, you know, that pushes you creatively. Because when I heard the song, when I heard the song Mad, you already hit me with that sample from the OJs. I said, oh, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. That's I mean, I mean, I mean, that's that old school flavor, you know, and that's yeah. and that's near and dear to my heart. So, I mean, I mean, is 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 also that part of your inspiration, the old school OJ's Temptations, that level? Yes, yes. I, I'm I'm an old soul. I grew up, you know, them cookouts and grandma and my aunts and shit. Like that's yeah. that's my, and you know, uh, Jay Black actually produced that, which is a um a really dope producer out of Atlanta, and I was um actually grateful he he just was like yo take this beat see what you could do with it so i did it he said yo i love it and i was i i'm like yo that's great like i didn't know i just went in there and started rapping i'm gonna be honest with you okay okay <laughs> it just came off the dome i just you know but yeah, it was definitely a blessing um old school music is is really you know i listen to it almost every day like um earth wind and fire is is still oh, inspirational yeah. to me that it's to this day like it's yes. crazy i have a, yes. a weird unorthodox way of putting music in my mind together it's crazy <laughs> it's a mood it's a vibe i like that yeah that that's Definitely. exactly that's exactly how i am it, it could go from you know sometimes sometimes i um i joke with people and it's like so um 
which hip hop song did you listen to today? I say, listen, it could go from the Beatles to Biggie in a matter of seconds. <laughs> Don't get it twisted now. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny too, because that uh beat, which was produced by uh Anthem on the track, it was um the eighties and nineties flow. Yeah. I actually went in there and I said, Yo, one is the loneliest number is my shit. I need you to do something to that beat. I don't know what you're going to do to it. And he came out with that beat. Awesome. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I enjoyed that one, 80s and 90s flow. That was one of my other uh, favorite tracks you did. Oh, man, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me ask you this. So I know recently um, you, you were interviewed by K. Slay. And um, shout out to DJ uh, K. Slay, the drama king. Yeah, um, to have to have somebody of that status, of that legendary status, and knowing all, all all the music that he's heard and everything that he's seen in the industry, um, what did it mean to you uh, to have him co-sign you, you as an artist in your music? Oh man, it was a, when I tell you I grew up listening, watching. Like I didn't watch his, you know, half his career. You know what I'm saying? Like so. For me, as an outsider looking in, to be face-to-face with him and talking to him and for him to say, I like how you rap, that probably was one of the highlights of my career because I really I really feel like Slay is really a dope guy, man. He's, he's really a dope guy, man. That was really, really great. It made me want to push harder. It made me want to go harder. I'm not even going to lie to you. Awesome. Definitely. Oh, yeah, that's great, especially so, with somebody like Kay Slay who is um, – Especially with radio, you know, you wanted to get your song to K. Slater played. He got them exclusives, and and, mm-hmm. and and he comes from the streets. You know, we know we know about his time being in the streets as a graffiti artist and everything. This is a pure hip hop head. So, once he co-signs you, that's the dream come true right there. So that that's a big up congratulations for that. I was so happy when I saw it. I was like, yo, look at my whole girl made it to K Slade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word Definitely. Is. Hell yeah. Definitely. Slade, yeah, it's a big um, deal. Also, I went to um This is 50 as well with DJ Thorough, and he was a vibe as well. It was just an amazing time in New York. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Did you get to meet um oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was. Now, did did you get to meet Young Jack Thriller? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, he's down with this is fifty. He's something else too. Talk about a vibe, man. He's, oh, yeah, he's a character. He's yeah. a real character. He's something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some about. Uh, I I love New York, man. I swear, man. New York City is everybody a vibe to me there. Like it's like everybody fucks with me there. I went and did a show in Brooklyn. And I was nervous at first. I'm like, this Brooklyn, like, they mean as hell. I went went and did the show, man. They showed me so much love. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I said, yo, they fuck with me. This crazy. I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing out there, man. Yeah, so it's good you touched on that because I actually was going to ask you, you know, performing, what what could we expect from a Kayla Bishop performance? Oh, I actually been getting a... A lot of um, people ask me to come perform as well, but um, what you could get is I'm I'm really hype. I'm fun. Um, I like to have fun with my music. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to feel me, so you gonna get a lot of eye contact. I'm gonna be talking to you. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And that's Dope. that's what nice. I want, man. I want y'all to feel me. Dope. I like that, and, and it's and it's all about a connection. You know, like like you want to connect mm-hmm. with the people that's there watching. And that's and that's a criticism that a lot of MCs, especially today, face. Like they don't connect. You know, I mean there's some that do, but there's a lot that don't. And there's heavy criticism with that. You know, one thing intrigues me. I know you um said before uh in a, in, in an interview uh, about how how much of a J. Cole fan you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember watching a performance. He just stood there and he just let the whole crowd recite the entire song. Oh gosh! I mean, can you imagine that one day for you, Kayla? Like, you, like you're out there, you're performing, and you know how the crowd is going along with you, and then you just stop, and they just do the part for you, like that. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. That should have made him hyper. He should have got hype. Like, yo, they know all my lyrics. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed yeah. to keep going, man. He was supposed to keep going. 
Yeah, yeah. It was actually the song um, No Role Models. He was performing. Oh, wow. He was performing that live on stage, and then, the, and then the crowd was just saying the entire thing word for word. He just, you know, he was he was just standing there just, you know, being a conductor with it. And he just waving his hands and letting them go. And he had a big smile on his face. So I could imagine with you. You get that opportunity. I know you're gonna you're gonna jump all over the place. You're probably oh, jumping the crowd and go with them. I might. I might. <laughs> That's why I'm losing weight now, man. That's why I'm in the gym. I'm trying to. <laughs> no doubt. No Definitely. doubt. You in the gym? All right. So so I mean so I mean put it on for the people. What's your routine when you work out? What's what's been it for Caleb? You know what? I have a uh, personal trainer. His name is Von Page. And, you know, he is amazing. I'm on a protein diet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I eat a lot of protein. And when you work out and you eat protein, it feeds your muscles. I nice. actually been losing weight because, of course, I'm a woman. So, you know, we lose weight a little different. But mm -hmm. the pounds been shedding. It's been like 66 pounds in like the last three, four months. So, yeah, it's been, it's been really good because, you know, prison put that weight on me. Okay. I was getting mad uh, <laughs> noodles and mashed potatoes and uh, summer sausage. So, yeah, I'm oh, getting it wow. off now. I wow, know. wow. No, congrats on that. Congrats on the on the, on the the workout, the, the, the weight loss and everything. And especially with everything going on now with the COVID, you see a lot of people, you know, are gaining weight. They're gaining weight and they're looking for ways, different ways to lose it, whether it be changing their mm -hmm. diet and everything like that. So I'm happy that you that you've been maintaining and focused on that. Yes, be active. It's it's health as well. It's gotta be active. Absolutely. Um, do you have like a studio ritual? Like I know some people they need uh alcohol or they need like candy or like a certain type of food. Um, as they're in the studio, they like keep them going. Is there anything special that uh that you need while you're recording, or like any like special uh studio preparation rituals that you might have? It might sound crazy, but coffee. Like I'm a big coffee drinker. I need my coffee, and I'm good. I'm ready to go. That's <laughs> that's pretty much it. The coffee, man. I'm I don't with do you. drugs. I don't drink. So like <laughs> you know, that's all I got. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you on the coffee. What kind of coffee? Folgers? What we talking about? What kind of coffee we you drink? See, we got Tim Hortons. That's what y'all don't got. Ah, uh, <laughs> nah, nah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually a Tim Hortons in Brooklyn. I like they don't. Tim like, Hortons. What? I like, I like, I like, I like. Yeah, it's downtown Brooklyn on um on Court Street. Yo, Thanks shout out to. Shout outs to Tim Hortons because I mess with y'all donuts more than I mess with Dunkin' Donuts. That's crazy. <laughs> They coffee better too. Man. Man. Let me not say that because I might I, I might need an endorsement from Dunkin' Donuts one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not su I'm not surprised because you know Buffalo is closer to Canada than than the city is. So that's a fact, man. Tim Hortons is life, man. I'm telling you, I need them every morning and my studio time at night. I drink coffee. I'm about to go get some coffee. Actually, it's crazy. Hot hot, <laughs> hot coffee or iced coffee. Hot coffee. It got to be hot coffee. I need it for my voice. Mm. Good choice. <laughs> hot coffee. That's exactly the way I like to drink it. Hot. Hey, hot. See? <laughs> That's my man right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Word. So, so sticking to the routine of music, what's your process for choosing a single for your album? Oh, um, I honestly feel like whatever touches me. It's like, for instance, 2020. 2020 gave me a certain feeling. And when I got that feeling, I'm like, yo, I want people to hear this. And I want them to hear it, you know, singly. I want them to hear it by by itself. I don't want to, you know, put, just put it on the album and then they catch it. So right. it's it's really a feeling that I get. Right, right. That's for sure. Definitely Better. fuck with the plug. I keep talking about that one. <laughs> I seen that that was a single on Spotify, too. And I wasn't surprised. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely that feeling. Yep. Awesome, awesome, and 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 it's and it's always about the feeling, you know, because you know we've heard of we've heard artists, they say sometimes you don't even know that you have a single, you know, it's a feeling. You just put it out there, and yeah. and, when, and once the people gravitate toward it, you're like, okay, wow, okay, you know, I got something here. Yes, definitely, definitely, that's what it is, you know. Even you know, slave was like that during hire. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that heard it, like yo. That, that that's it because it gave them a feeling you know what i'm saying whether it's a club song whether it's a 
conscious song. If it gives people that same feeling that you get, that's what you want to put out as a single. Absolutely. And and I love the fact that you show balance. It's not just about the storytelling. It's not just about what you've been through. You like to have fun too. You like that, you know, like to be in the club atmosphere, have that good music, get the groove on, have you know, have a good time. So Definitely. I love the fact that you show that in your music because it shows both sides to you. That's dope. I never thought of it like that, but that's dope. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because as an artist, you thing. gotta have like multiple personalities. It's like we bipolar a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like you you gotta, you know, one minute you might be happy, next minute you might be sad. But if you can incorporate that in your music, then people could get a better feel of who you are. You don't wanna just give them your happy side, then they like this old happy bitch all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know it's oh, funny yeah. you mentioned that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because we had a conversation about Zodiac signs. You remember that? Oh. <laughs> you came from mine a little bit. You went at the Tauruses a little bit. I said, wait, wait, Did wait. I? <laughs> <laughs> you got us all wrong. Not all of us are like that. <laughs> I know. You know what's crazy? Some girls ran down on me. <laughs> oh, wow. They ran for down like, oh, for real? So you just dogging Aquariuses. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I said, chill, shorty. You ain't even like that, man. What's your number? Because for real, for real, I didn't even know that I went like that. But I went off on that ass. <laughs> no, you had to. Listen, sometimes sometimes you have to. And, and it's like, you know, every every Zodiac side is different. I mean, I don't know about I don't know about you, brothers. But, I mean, these Zodiac sides, a lot of them be crazy, man. Man, for real. <laughs> Listen, I don't even mess with a lot of them. That's why I'm dolo. They crazy as hell. But I have a lot of friends that's tourists, though. So, and, and you know, me and you tight, so it's different. You know what I mean? For everybody. Absolutely. Everybody different. It's life experience. Absolutely. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, let me, let me uh, go back to goals real quick. I know, I know we had asked you a similar question earlier about well, Rev asked you what you hope to accomplish next year, but like, what's what's your ultimate end game? Do you want do you want like like some artists they get in the game they want a number one single, some artists want radio play all over the place, some people want their music video all over TV, and then others want a platinum album. But like, when you in the process of making music and in the big picture and in the grandest scheme of things, um, what do you hope to accomplish when when uh, when you make music? I, in all honesty, there is no, there is no end game for me. I want to be, I want to be what you call an icon. I want people to say my name and automatically know it. I want y'all to know, oh yeah, Kayla Bishop. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no end game forever. I want to make music. I don't care if I'm 70. I want to be somewhere in music because that's what I really love to do. Okay, so you, so my you just end game is no end game. Okay, so you just striving to be a, a household name. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, so I like so, that. I, I like that. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You go ahead. Go ahead. No. No. Go ahead. G. No. Um. Because I was gonna segue into that. So, besides the music, if 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 any other uh doors open for you, like such as acting or anything like that, would you would you would you jump into that avenue as well? Of course. Of course. I thought they was gonna do a set it off too. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talk Queen about Latifah. it. Let's go, man. Yes, I hope yes, they yes. More. Queen Latifah autobiography is what? <laughs> Yo, you just, you just gave me an idea for a script. They need to do a prequel when they was growing up. Ooh, that's smart. <laughs> You could definitely Listen, don't yeah. say it too loud. We need to, we need to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's dope. But E, go ahead. E, ask your question. So here at the Rap Lab, you know, we have listeners from all over the place. We have them overseas, within the states. So hmm. what are, what would be your top locations where you would like to tour at? They don't even have to be in the U.S. Oh yeah, France, uh, the whole Britain. United Kingdom, like every, I want to go everywhere to be honest with you. All, any country I'm allowed in, I'm there. I, that's just, I'm a traveler anyway. So if I get that call and that bag right, I'm on my way. <laughs> like that's just it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, we got some in um India, some overseas. Actually, up north of Canada too. You know, so shout out to them. I'm sure they're listening. That's- 
That's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Hey, we got we got um Paraguay, we got Ireland. <laughs> we going all over the place, Bishop. Should do a rap wow, lab tour. That's love. That's love. <laughs> Word. The rap lab tour. I'm down. I'm coming with y'all. Hey, <laughs> that's what's here. We go. <laughs> nah, it'll it'll be yeah. a, it'll be an honor to have you. You know what I mean? People people gonna be like, oh, Caleb Bishop. Oh, definitely. You know I'm gonna support y'all 100. percent They be like, oh, Caleb Bishop rolling with y'all. Yeah. All right, all right. We are gonna buy tickets. Since Bishop gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be on the headline. That's gonna be the headline. She she gonna be the first. When we have the Let's first go. tour. Caleb Bishop gonna be the headline all day for real. Yeah, first lady uh, uh, rap lab tour. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> that? There we go. I'm here for it, Bishop. I got. I got one last question for you on, on on my mind. Let's go. So, um, I know you said you had you had some stuff that was uh that was coming out soon, and I know you had mentioned your your past projects, but if you had to pick just one song out of every song you ever made, which song in your catalog are you the most proud of? Honestly, twenty twenty. Okay. Because I was honestly able to like sum up a bunch of different things that's going on in the world. Because the reason why twenty twenty is because it's much bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about me. It's about all of us. You know what I'm saying? That's so twenty twenty was definitely um, more of a selfless type of song. You know what I'm saying? And I really, I really stand by everything I said in it. You know what I mean? Without saying names, without, you know, so yeah, I think 2020. Okay. No, nah, that 2020 so, song so. was real. Like, out the gate when I heard it, I said, this is about. Yeah, definitely. I, I wanted I wanted the world to be able to, especially, you know, people of color that was going through a lot um, at that time. I wanted them to feel that I feel, you know, what we're going through as a whole. Right. And it's funny, and it's it's funny too now um, that you mentioned 2020 and looking at it and looking at the month we're in and looking at everything going on, you know, with Black History and racial injustice and social injustice and all that stuff like that. I mean, because I know you've seen all the craziness that's been going on on the news with the with the mm-hmm. cops and everything with the protests. Like looking at all that, especially with your you know with your music. It's like it's like a call to arms now, and it's like we're not having enough rappers or anybody that the, our heroes coming out there and saying anything about it. You know what I mean? So for you to use your music as power and a source, that means a lot. So I mean, I know definitely you're gonna keep pushing that out and getting that message out there because it needs to be heard. Right, definitely. You know what though? A lot of people do music for clout. And they do it to be seen or to be heard. It's like, I do it because, like I said, I want to reach people in different ways. It could be to party. It could be to feel where I'm coming from in, in different ways. But it's not really a clout chase. So I really don't care how anybody feels about what I say, if that makes sense. I don't care if, if you know, it's politics and music. So people get mad at certain things that said if you bring up social injustice or police brutality. I don't care. Y'all can get mad. You know what right. I'm saying? I've always been an open book. So yeah, Dope. that's that's really about it though. So one last thing for me. So I have my nieces, you know, they're twelve and they fourteen. Well going on fifteen. So any words of wisdom, any advice to these young ladies that you have for them? Um, there is one major thing, you know, I, um, I talked about rape in one of my songs and a lot of people was like, wow, how could you, you know, that was big for you to talk about because people don't really put that in music, especially, but, um, I would say, say something, you know what I mean? If, if something like that happens to you, say something, don't be scared because I have nieces and things like that. So it's a little different now. That's like having a daughter, having a niece is like having a daughter. And I would want her to say something, whereas me, I was quiet and I didn't say nothing. And, you know, because you're scared, but speak up, man, and and, and practice modesty. Definitely practice modesty. But, yeah, that's that's really about it, man. That's actually a, a beautiful and a strong, powerful message, believe it or not. 
Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because there, there are, you know, things that go on within the four walls that, you know, some young ladies or even some young boys, you know, like scared to talk about or, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. threatened by those who are inflicting, you know, these kind of actions to them. But no, most definitely. Yeah, they definitely need to speak up and a trusted adult or or somebody in power that could help them out. So, no, I kudos definitely. for that. Nah, but uh, on behalf of the uh, the entire Rap Lab, though, um, Kayla, Kayla, we um, really appreciate you taking the time out to come chop it up with us. Like, most definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for having me. No problem. Before before we get you out of here, can you tell the people um, where they can find you on social media and where they can hear your music? Yes, yes. Follow me on IG at it's underscore Kayla Bishop. That's K-A-L-A-H. B-I-S-H-O-P. Also, my music is on all streaming platforms, like on everything, Spotify, Apple Music, all of it. So check me out sometimes, y'all. And thanks for having me, Rap Lab. I really appreciate it. And uh, no problem. And uh, Kayla Bishop's info will be in the episode description. And uh, before we get out of here, um, we're going to play one of your songs uh, at the end of this episode. Um, what song would you want the people to hear most? And that'll be the one that we put in the audio. Yes, um, the most talked about was 2020, so I feel like it's only right. <laughs> only fair. <laughs> only That's fair. the one. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, after this interview, everybody, don't 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 turn off the podcast. Uh, we gonna have 2020 by by Miss Kayla Bishop coming up for y'all to listen to, and uh, link the her, the link to her music on Apple Music, Spotify, and title will be in the episode description. So. Y'all could uh, easily find her music, you know? Let's go. Thank you, friend. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. And, 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 and again, this ain't going to be the first or the last. We got to have you on again. Oh, you already know. It's, I'm ready. I'm ready whenever y'all is, man. I'm ready. Dope. All right. Thank you, guys. You, you guys enjoy your night. I'm coming back to New York City in a couple months. So hopefully I'll be able to meet y'all one day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It'd be an honor. It'd be yes. an honor and a pleasure to link. I meant what I said. If you look historically at what the plantations were when we were slaves, there were three things that were necessary for them to run. The first was our ignorance. Black Americans were not allowed to learn how to read unless we would have our limbs chopped off. And that was because an educated mind cannot be enslaved. So the fact that our education, that our schools are in this condition in the inner city is problematic to me. Yeah. They try to keep us ignorant, want us to be promiscuous, want us to be belligerent, purposely inconsiderate. Can't read between the lines, they keeping us illiterate. Try to take our dignity, take away from our energy, take away from us mentally, taken from us for centuries. Then we have goals, a strong mind, and longevity. Marriages, white picket fences, and prosperity. Who told them that success will ever be in their destiny? Live long lives, raise their kids all successfully. How dare we all stand alive with all the plans they derive? Minority shouldn't have an authority we The do. rich make the rules And then they call the shots yeah. Then define the laws Lock us up to stir the pot uh-huh. And then we all got This black on black casualties Then assault and battery Man, this shit is tragedy Change Go to war right. with each other Not police brutality yeah. A cop take away a life They take away your salary Lock It's crazy how they sitting there Acting like they proud of us First we got corona Now the 5G towers up Families is dying They got stimulus to compensate Try to buy us out but we know how they operate Natural disasters is happening Earthquakes from fracking in Corona on packaging Damn what's happening We gotta get educated Cause that's what we lacking in They young They hype Emotions They're more emotional than logical Cause they young They didn't have us there telling us what to do So what did they do? They wild the fuck out What the fuck did y'all expect them to do? What did y'all expect them to do? But yesterday was the 99-year anniversary of Black Wall Street. They burned Tulsa, Oklahoma to the ground for what they believed in. They didn't give a fuck about our businesses. 
We suffer from separation, what happened to reparations? Our 40 acres and mules, take a look at our schools They not supplying the tools, they turning us into mules Then they trying our hands, forcing us into drugs Turning us into thugs, we letting them be the judge Then we holding the grudge, time that we switch it up Time that we switch the cycle, start putting down the guns Then revisit the bible, a lot of shit left us traumatized We have to realign our minds and who we idolize Shit dates way back to Haley Selassie Back when it was war with Napoleon Bonaparte hmm. Try to beat the odds just to even the score And now they hate blacks cause Napoleon lost the war wow. The color of our skin depicting the way we treat it, it They teach us that we worthless and then we start to believe it we Anything it. we set our minds to we can't achieve it If he were made to realize how black people really feel And how fed up we are without that old compromise and sweet talk Stop sweet talking Tell him how you feel Tell him how or what kind of hell you've been catching and let him know that if he's not ready to clean his house up, if he's not ready to clean his house up, he shouldn't have a house. It should catch on fire and burn down. <laughs>